Hey, Fallout fam. Did you know that this show is now recorded live weekly at twitch.tv slash robots radio? That's right. Live weekly shows Monday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific at Twitch TV slash robots radio. And you're welcome to join us. You don't have to listen to every episode through in order. You can come join us and listen in on the live episodes. Now the show is continued to evolve and change over time. And after the live episodes, I am having office hours, which is the time that I am now investing into the community to answer questions about podcasting, video creation on YouTube, streaming on Twitch, anything I can do to help you guys out with your own projects. That's going to be after the live recordings on Monday nights and all of the other live shows that I do throughout the week. So Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday nights. And... Also, some gameplay. So come join me at twitch.tv slash robots radio. I'll see you next Monday. The show is brought to you by our generous patrons at patreon.com slash fallout lorecast. Robots Radio presents the Fallout Lorecast. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast. A place for the Fallout community to come together to explore the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast. I'm your host, Tom, or Robots. Thanks for tuning into our second mini-sode, the in-between episodes between major weekly episodes where we explore one of the vaults. This week, or today, I guess, (laughs) because this will be the second mini-episode this week, uh, we will be exploring Vault Eight. Now, Vault 8 is interesting. Similar to Vault 3, it was a control vault, but in Vault 3, they hid away for 200 years. Vault 8 was given the uh, all-clear sign, uh, actually by the Enclave, in 2091, only 14 years after the Great War, the citizens of Vault 8 were a control vault, which means that they didn't undergo any specific experiments, but that didn't keep strange things from happening. You see, there was a mix-up, like a logistical error with the way the government set up the shipments to the vaults, and Vault 8 received a shipment of hundreds of water chips Now, that might be familiar because for those of you who have played Fallout 1 and Fallout 2, Vault 8 is highlighted in Fallout 2. And the reason why the Vault Dweller leaves Vault 13 in Fallout 1 is due to a faulty water chip. That shipment of water ships was supposed to go to Vault 13. Instead, it went to Vault 8. So they had a bunch of water water chips, an additional GEC, uh, which, which is the Garden of Eden creation kit. And uh, ended up leaving the vault only 14 years after the war. Now, what also is interesting about Vault 8 is that the uh, citizens of Vault 8 went on to found Vault City, which is one of the major cities in the wasteland. Now, they founded this city using both a GAC and power from Vault 8's fusion generator. And they created fertile grounds. They built up buildings. It took a few years. 
And the article on fallout.gamepedia.com actually has a lot of really good information about Vault City, which we're going to dig into now. Uh, it also notes that in 2092, Richard Moreau was exiled for murder. Now, if you've played these games, you might recognize Richard Moreau as the master. And I'm not going to spoil any of that stuff for you because this episode would derail with a whole section about the master and what goes on with those storylines. But uh, just know that Richard Moreau, the master, was originally part of Vault City and part of Vault 8. Uh, the details of the murder are unknown, and judging from the hypocrisy filling Vault City, the entire incident is questionable. It also says in 2101, the overseer retired and a council of citizens was established. <clears throat> this was the main uh, political structure for Vault City from that point on. Now, what happened to Vault 8 after the city was created? Well, uh, years after the residents of Vault 8 emerged, the shelter was used primarily as a medical center, and it was considered the best available in post-war America. Now, I don't know how we know it was the best available, but I'm guessing in that region, at least, it was one of the best medical centers that you could possibly uh, go to. From the beginning, Vault City is one of the most advanced factions in the wasteland because they possess cutting-edge medical technology. Uh, allowing it to mass produce medical supplies and chems, such as super stim packs, as well as perform radiation removal and sophisticated surgical procedures, including replacement of lost limbs and organs via cloning and grafting armor plating to one's skeleton. <laughs> it sounds like they were freaking designing Wolverine in there. So this part's really interesting. In 2235, the town of Gecko was founded. Now, Gecko was a town of ghouls, uh, not crazy, insane ghouls, sane ghouls who just wanted to found their own town, have a place to live, uh, get along by themselves. It just so happens that they founded a town around a nuclear plant that they reactivated but wasn't in the best condition. So it started poisoning the groundwater and really pissed off the, <laughs> the citizens of Vault City. Um, it was started making everybody sick in actuality. Now, among the normal humans of Vault City, they were already suspicious of ghouls. So an entire community of these ghouls poisoning their town through a nuclear plant wasn't the best PR move. We'll just put it that way. Now, the other major faction in the area was the NCR, who wanted Vault City to join them. Now, according to the wiki, the offers of joining were repeatedly declined, with Vault City preferring to stay independent. With no progress being made on the diplomatic side, the NCR Congress approved a secret initiative intended to force Vault City to join. The person selected to carry out this campaign of terror against Vault City was John Bishop, of New Reno, who later employed mercenaries to act as raiders and regularly attack Vault City to eventually force it into the NCR's hands. In 2239, Thomas Moore, an NCR agent, comes to Vault City and becomes one of its citizens. After one year, he changed politically, actively seeking to convince the citizens of Vault City to turn to democracy, to cast out the Council of Citizens, basically. As a result of his actions, he is treated like an idiot rather than a citizen. Not one citizen takes his word seriously about democracy. Although his demagogy was not effective, he did manage to steal some Vault Tech technology. 
Now, Vault City did have some limitations, particularly the strain of running an entire city off of the nuclear reactor for a vault was just too much. It was operating at peak capacity. It was no longer possible for the city to expand. The wiki goes on to explain that without additional power, Vault City's reactor would burn out within 15 years. So that's 2241, within 15 years after 2241. And it would doom the settlement. Its power issues were eventually resolved, though. But despite its attempts to control Northern Carolina, Vault City ultimately ended up joining the new California Republic as it steadily spread northwards since establishing a foothold in Vault 15. By 2281, the NCR firmly controlled the entire North. Now, Vault City was supposed to be a planned community, uh, a utopia of sorts. And now by 2241, the census for the city listed only a population of 103 citizens. And I say citizens because the population was higher. You see, although Vault City was against alcohol and drugs, there was none of that. No drugs, no real alcohol, no prostitution, no gambling. But they allowed slavery. According to the wiki, indeed, slavery is legal in Vault City. Slaves work for the good of the city, performing menial jobs like cleaning and serving their citizen masters or taking care of the city's abundant plant life. Anyone who doesn't pay for safety in the courtyard or commits a crime against Vault City sooner or later will become a servant. That probably should just say slave. Vault City residents justify their slavery or, as they prefer to call it, servitude, with the fact that they give their servants shelter, food, medical care, which they had in abundance compared to most other places, and protection in exchange for their work. Another interesting thing about Vault City is that it's a planned community. Now, according to the wiki, it says, while pregnancies from sexual intercourse are allowed, none are reported to occur. Population is replenished in a pregnancy cycle during certain years, which is decided by the council. Male citizens donate sperm to the autodoc, and the most favorable matches are chosen by the computer. Then the appropriate female citizen is fertilized by the autodoc. Now, apparently, phone sex is a big thing in Vault City. There is a brand called Loveline. <laughs> so what do you think? Do you think you'd like to be a citizen of Vault City? I mean, we've, we've explored two vaults so far. Vault 3, where they decided to hide for as long as possible until they were taken out by some crazy, junked-up raiders. And Vault 8, where they actually came out early and created a city with a bunch of crazy rules. Uh, well, you know, for the most part, it was utopia, except for the whole slavery part. And you know, all the pent up sexual, whatever, which would you rather be part of? Would you rather hide in the sand like a, like an ostrich until raiders show up potentially, or try to create something out in the wastes? What do you think? Thanks for listening to the fallout Lorecast. All sounds and music are owned by Bethesda Softworks and no copyright infringement is intended. If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please contact us at falloutlorecast at gmail.com or follow us and post some messages to us on Twitter at falloutlorecast. 
I really appreciate you listening and I'd love